In a world where movies were produced like shit through a goose, this is the story of two movie nerds on a mission they weren't supposed to survive. And their obsession that drove them to the edge of madness. But they managed to escape with the bone-chilling stories of action, adventure, mayhem, and love. Starring Miranda Lady Killer Birdall and introducing Raymond El Guapo Craig with a special guest appearance by Sean S. Preston Esquire Ingledew as himself in Cinema Danger Duo Part 5 Live Weird or Die Hard Hi movie folks, this is the Cinema Danger Duo and I'm Miranda And I'm Raymond And today we have our guest Mr. Sean Ingledew on again for the second time We thought we'd redeem ourselves from the first go around. What's up? <laughs> so as always, there's going to be lots of spoilers. So yes. spoiler alert. And lots of drinking on my part, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so this time around, we did the night before Krampus and Electric Bugaloo documentary about the canon films. So we can start with the night before. So yeah, we have a couple of Christmassy movies yeah. to start up. Um, yeah, the night before was pretty fun. Uh, definitely, you could tell the filmmakers had a lot of nostalgia for certain yeah, favorites of theirs mm -hmm. as far as Christmas movies. So there's a lot of callbacks to that. Um, but uh, do you want to give the synopsis? Yeah, we go so um, this follows a group of friends who have this history of doing... A Christmas type celebration like with each other, yeah, um, because uh, one of their friends' parents had passed away and had nobody to be with one Christmas, and they just started it from then on. So really, we're here with the last one basically because one friend is having a child, and the other one is really made so, it big. Yeah, has become a famous athlete with tons right. of Twitter followers and that sort of thing, Instagram or whatever. So. Yeah. They're at the point where the other two friends are kind of over it, and his, his character is not ready to move on. You can tell he's right. kind of stuck in the past. Right. Um, and that's sort of a recurring theme yeah. throughout. And the one catalyst for this one is that they have the, the kind of golden ticket in a way that there's this party right. they've been chasing they every time because they heard about it that... This is the Christmas party to go to, and they could never find it. And he's working a job where he's, you know, he's putting coats on a rack, and the right. some rich dude has them in his pocket, and he just steals it and runs. And right. this is his chance to to bring his buddies yeah. to this epic party for once. Right. Um, and then on the other hand, the other friend is given a box of drugs. Yeah, so the wife lets him cut loose because he's been kind of, as she says, you're my rock, you know, as uh, she's <laughs> pregnant and dealing with all the stress of it. And he's been the, like, calm one of the couple. So she's like, here's your reward. Just go cut right. loose. So it's like one of everything in everything. there. And so he just starts, you know, going crazy with it, mm -hmm. with mushrooms right off the bat. And then he just... When those start to turn on him, then he takes the cocaine and then <laughs> the molly and so on. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and drinking on top of it. So he just starts to get paranoid and flipping out about. Basically on a trip a the entire movie. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. <laughs> oh man, it is it is a riot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you, how did you feel about it? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, overall, I, I, I didn't like it. Like really? very much, yeah. I, I'd give it like a three or four, honestly. But it's only because I, I'm just I don't know, man. I, I don't for some reason I take I take uh pretty much any kind of movie with a certain amount of seriousness. Even comedies, <laughs> even Judd Apatow films, like whatever. Sure. But I love I love Forty Year Old Virgin, I love Anchorman, like I love yeah. all like most of his movies, but I just I, I just thought this one tried to fit too much in. It just yeah, it, it does kind of cater to the audience a little bit in some Ugh, regards. In some poppy ways, I hated. Yeah, it, yeah, it's very, oh. it's dated because like in ten years, people are gonna want. Yeah, like they're gonna the, be like the oh, character I with the social that, media stuff. It's 
I don't know. The fi- it dated itself by uh, just including so many, I don't know, passing, like, uh, pop culture sorts of things that are that are obviously just, like, trained. Even and, My- Miley Cyrus is oh. super... yeah prevalent in the end right now yeah and so like you said it's just not gonna hold up yeah it it felt like they're just doing people favors trying to be like well (laughs) your career just took a nosedive into the shit do you want a a cameo role (laughs) and like be one of the heroes at the end of our movie and it's just like it just it didn't i mean i agree that that i didn't care for what what i did like about it though is well for me, the best part of it was Michael Shannon's character. Yes, who, mine too. He's, he's Mr. Green, who later is revealed as sort of a uh, um, angel in disguise. Yeah, and, and has he, to earn his wings. Well, and he's also the one who created the party because he's sort of the Gadsby. Right. Of the, he's like <laughs> he read that book and he's like, I always wanted to be that guy. And so it's kind of cool to see his oh, character throughout. Him. And oh he's also uh, brings the element of like the Christmas past, present, right. future, yeah, like totally. the, the ghosts of. Or yeah. whatever. He seems to be the so. only actor that took his role for this movie seriously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. But it's great because it's dry delivery. Yes. You know? Well, he's he known for being good. intense dramas. Like, yeah. Seriously. He's, he's truly, like, he's a class act in that movie. He's so good. He is usually it. pretty intense, especially, oh, yeah. like, uh, what's it, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, or, or the Iceman. Yeah, and uh, even as, like, the villain in The Last Superman. He, right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Which he, he was one of the better parts of that, too. But... He's I just great. love how intense he is oh, because it just him. makes the other character so much more uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah, when yeah. Seth Rogen's just tripping out <laughs> yeah, and he's so like touching like him part. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to calm you down and like I'm looking into your soul. Right. Totally, and, man. He was a bright, a bright patch in that movie. He was. Like, like, I, like uh, it, it's just, and now, you know, speaking of Seth Rogen's mushroom tripping part, that's just, dude, that's just, I don't know. The entire role, the entire thing of it all has just been done so many times in movies. Like, I'm tripping on mushrooms, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm seeing stuff. I'm talking to inanimate objects, too. Oh, man. still dealing fairly well. What a trip. But, like, yeah. But it's (laughs) just like, God, dude, I've seen that in a thousand movies. It's true. It's pretty cliche. But he does well with it as far as... uh, like the scene where he's trying to keep his composure and he's like, do I still look weird? And right, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he, he does yeah. great with his facial expressions or the yeah. scene where... He does his video. <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, fuck you, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> talking to the future baby. <laughs> yeah. That that was a good scene. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'd agree with a lot of your assessments so that... There's there is a little bit too much cliche in it. Yeah. But I guess it just depends on if you go into it with that, you might right. be okay with it. If True. you're expecting something right. totally True. new, you're not gonna get yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, it even references like Home Alone and. Right. Yeah. Well, you said it, man. It's the the nostalgia effect it's, is awesome. I just. Yeah. I just think sometimes it misses the mark of, of being nostalgia right. and just like yeah or ends up too being far kind of, yeah just kind of yeah I had moments I, I went back and forth where I, I love it and then I hate it and then I love it and then I hate it and be like oh what's going on I didn't know if it was the music because it seemed it bothered me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and then at times too I felt like I was watching a music video because of sure like, yeah and there's certain songs in it that yeah. even those don't really fit I mean it no. would have fit if they had more nostalgic music maybe yeah. like if it was like okay we're gonna flash back to when they're teenagers so the whole soundtrack has yeah exactly music that from that kind of like the movie dope i like right. that movie how it's sort of a callback to right like 90s hip-hop sort of thing but with yeah. a modern character and that movie didn't feel dated at all for doing that yeah but this one, yeah, it ju- the soundtrack wasn't. It messed with that me. Great. Yeah, it was. Ugh. And then oh. the one character uh, that was that now a famous football player. I don't know. I just did not enjoy his part in it at all. Yeah, I didn't like that. There, there wasn't like really a know what great conclusion for that. It's like yeah. they set up that he's. Uh, juicing basically right. and that's why he's suddenly doing great in his career and then like at the end he's just like 
oh, I should tell my mom about it. Right. <laughs> you know? I know. It's like, it was yeah, weird. Man. It was it, weird. I didn't There like was that. really no feeling like of connection with his steroid abuse or anything. It was just, it, well, he didn't it, it come almost across had, as a football player. It, it had almost no, was, he no should, they should have him like as an actor. No. Like his, he, it was like weird. his muscle tone was almost non-existent. Like in the part, yeah, in the big like reveal. He didn't look you know, like someone had, who was just. Yeah, dude, I was like, dude, well, whatever you're doing wrong, you sure ain't doing it right, buddy. Because that, you know. Well, it's like, man, so, but yeah, that, that's just the thing kind of, you know, like that's what I thought was the biggest problem with the movie though, is that like all these, all these little, um, characteristics and attributes that each of these characters is supposed to have, they just, they like give a small little, sometimes even like background, like almost like you wouldn't even notice it if, unless you're paying attention, sorts of Mm -hmm. references to like. Uh, these main story ideas, you know, like just the part in the beginning where he's like, it just shows him injecting a needle in his ass, and it's mm-hmm. just like you could have diabetes. That's what I thought it was going to be. You <laughs> That's know? a good point. Seriously, I but I, I, but I immediately, I, like, I immediately like, you know, knew what it and then, was. Like, but the steroid That's thing, true. Just, some people could the totally steroid thing, like, is like, hardly d- it doesn't even rear uh-uh. its, its head throughout the yeah, entire like movie. No point. It's like, it's and then pointless. yeah, it, it's like it, it makes almost no uh, impact at all in the story. And then at the end, though, he tells his mom he's doing steroids and it's like oh oh wow he just you really wiped me off my feet with that big deal you know it's like it's like i don't have any emotional connection even at all by that point even the so like how i said the uh past present future thing right so that that's basically how each of them has you know the one the main character has to confront his past and get over it and just grow up the Seth Rogen's character sees his future right. and that flips him out because he has to confront that. And this character is, you know, he the has present. to face his present, mm-hmm. but he doesn't actually, when he meets him in the car, nothing happens. Yeah. He, he's like, no, you're in the present. And he does a funny little bit with that, <laughs> yeah, that you know, great, he's like clicking his fingers <laughs> together. He's like, this is the present. And he's like, wasn't well, all weed, the weed of Christmas, you know, yeah. it's like only on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh, Beyond and the that. girl that interacts with him from Broad City. That was weird, too. I hated her. That was really weird. And then I watched the pilot um, recently of Broad City, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's the exact same character. It's like... Really? The exact... I st- I've heard that's great, but yeah, she her character is just... Didn't, I didn't see why he would be attracted to no. her at all, because yeah. he's well, if he's anywhere. that big of a Twitter yeah. guy that he must have the hottest exactly. girls come out right. up to him, yeah. and he's like, check out this like <laughs> that was totally nonsensical right. that I just had like, like, dude, like, I, like after he hooks up with her and everything later on, he, you know, the, you know, I won't completely ruin it, but the, the next time he sees her is in front of a homeless shelter, and and I I thought the big reveal was gonna be that she's oh she's fucking homeless, homeless. <laughs> yes, but I mean yeah. that's how much of like that's that's how much of like a homeless like bum she looked like, but he you know he's a huge star and he just goes and hooks up with her in the bathroom and she wasn't even fan. charismatic and like when like, she's like oh yeah. I'm way into you and sense. I didn't even buy that yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. It made no yeah. sense at all, dude. It was weird. <laughs> but I like I loved hard. Michael Shannon too and yeah. I mean they I went you know, there were moments with Seth Rogan, but he I did pretty well overall. I loved yeah. all I loved all the outside of the church and the church was like part of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that the inside the church yeah. was one of my favorites. Yeah. Really that is that. good. Yeah, because yeah, there's like it, but a God, little baby that's, that's Yeah, don't so don't say it though. That's good. <laughs> don't say it. The, oh there's God, a boy so, we won't ruin that one, that's I guess. A good if you're one. if you have Yeah, if you haven't already seen them. But yeah. There there's some good bits. I I guess as a whole, I guess we can agree that it Well I liked it. Yeah, it's it's worth seeing, but yeah. I don't see it having the longevity of even no, something no. like Bad Santa, where yeah, that one's hilarious, but right. you can watch it again, and there's nothing about it that feels dated, right? Necessarily, yeah. and the jokes still work. With this one, I I don't see watching it in uh-huh. even like four or five years. No, and going. And I think oh, that's what they're really trying to push. It was made to be a pop culture adult, like one. Oh that they could yeah, do, like yeah. It's, it's just, a new. You know, when yeah. they tout it as an instant classic, right. like no, yeah, not whatsoever, not whatsoever, <laughs> dude. 
Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. I liked it. It was fun. But, but again, I you know, again. I, I, yeah, I gave it a three or four, I think, you know, and I'm, I'm sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Even though, like but, that. but it was, you know, it, I, it is worth a watch. And keep in mind that I am not a huge, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm hard to please with that kind of shit, I guess. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, comedy is hard. It's tricky. It, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's like scary. If you're movies. funny, it's not. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Sorry. know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. They just put too much thought into it, you know. I oh. agree. Well, and even the audience, because I actually, right. I watched it again with you guys. Right. Um, but I had already seen it. And... Yeah, there were plenty of moments both times that the audience wasn't laughing at parts that I know they were going for a big laugh. Oh, yeah. And so I think that's kind of a testament that there there were laughs. It just wasn't like back-to-back. Right. Right. Right, yeah. There and were maybe, a lot of dead moments as yeah. far as the comedy goes. True. But maybe maybe it will turn out to be kind of like an Anchorman thing, you know, with some people. Like, the more times you watch see, it, the funnier one, it gets. But that know? one had pretty good laughs in the theater. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember that one I heard having any horror moments in the theater. Yeah, no shit. Anchorman is... I mean, it's. I'm just trying to, like, give it some sort of, you know, reference point as far as rewatchability, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. like it, a lot of his films are like that. You know, it's same with Wes Anderson or, you know... Or obviously, uh, you know, uh, the the uh, the Jewish brothers. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Cohens. <laughs> the Cohens. <laughs> like yes, that. the Cohens. Yes, indeed, the Cohens. Uh, those guys. Uh, yeah, their movies too. You know, you can watch them over and over, and they <laughs> right. just keep getting. You funnier. get something new out of it. Yeah. 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 I don't know if yeah. I'd say that with this one. I, think I don't know. You know, I'd have to mm-hmm. put it to the test, but I doubt it. I do appreciate call back to the micro machines because yeah that was good this need that i need to fulfill i want them so bad (laughs) i want them so bad (laughs) springing for a 300 set (laughs) so yeah it was fun so moving on to uh krampus yes um Loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one I'm I'm also a little uh, torn on. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain things I think work, some not so much. Right. Uh, but this one, uh, go ahead. Well, and... it's based on the legend of Krampus. Right. Uh, it's German folklore of this evil Santa that came for the bad children, basically. Yeah. So, not just having a naughtier nice list type thing they threw in like this really dark sure yeah <laughs> terrify your children with timing <laughs> and i've i've heard of you know krampus before but Me never too. seen many visualizations of it other than old you i've know, seen it like drawings and, yeah it is it has that sort of yeah. uh not quite minotaur but it's like yeah the, it is, yeah very similar to yeah. that for sure so, um, basically, it's leading up to showing you Krampus is coming by our Black Friday ridiculousness and just fighting and not appreciating yeah. materialism. The magic of, of Christmas is lost and yeah. people are just, hate. you know, the whole family doesn't want to see each other mm-hmm. and hates the very idea of Christmas anymore, right. except the one kid who's right. still hanging on to it. And then once he loses hope, that's when right. Krampus shows up and... Because right. there's no spark left if the even right. the little kid yeah. is like, I don't believe in sin anymore. Or I don't want right. to ask him for anything, any yeah. kind of miracle. Yeah, Man, this you, one... You drew a lot more from that movie than I did. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> this one kind of went back and forth a little bit for me, too. And just some of the awkward, weird scenes, like the the cousins reading his Christmas letter to Santa. Sure, that was weird. I yeah, they it. tried to make the yeah, those kids to be off, like actually. the evil yeah. kids, right. in the same way that say like Kevin McAllister's sure uh, cousins yeah. in uh, Home Alone. Yeah. He's way more know. convincing. Like I think that's what it was for. These right, kids. I think that, weird. but it's that sort of thing where it's like, oh, let's torture the little kid and mm-hmm. call him nicknames and that sort of thing. But it does make you just feel a little awkward. It, yeah, it was weird. Look what you did, you well, little even, jerk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even the exactly. way that the parents reacted when he's like reading it out loud, not being like. 
quit that or take it away. Yeah, the parents just, just kind of sit there and listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Like, oh, this is how he huh, really sees the world. Yeah. Well, even him getting in his fight and all that stuff, the parents yeah. didn't really punish him no. so much. It's just like, oh, well, you got to rep presents on your own because daddy's yeah. got to be on the phone. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like... Yeah, there yeah. wasn't, like, go to your room weird. or anything. It was just... Like... Yeah, no shit, dude. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> well, she just ventured out into this fucking insane megastorm. I know, just knocked up. Let, yeah, they let the daughter go out. Even, I'm sorry, but no. Even if you don't think... Back at, at, like, the allotted time. But, like, dude, it, this all happens within, like, a literal... A full like, hour? Real, she real time, yeah. hour Like, real easily. time, five minutes on screen. Like, the dad and the mom are sitting by the window, and the dad's like... Like the you know the mom's all worried and the dad's like, well, don't worry, honey. She's I'm sure fine. everything's okay. And then within like three or five minutes or something of like this little window uh, dialogue, you know, <laughs> then like the little the son comes in and he's like, mom, dad, she's still gone and it's almost dark. And yeah, all of a like, sudden yeah. the father's like notice. super concerned. Like three <laughs> minutes later, he's like he looks at her just like with this dramatic like. Dun, 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 dun. It's like dude, it's like a blizzard like, dude, you two can't and a half, see three anywhere. Minutes ago, and you're just give a letting fuck. her go out. Yeah. On her own. And then like but yeah, three minutes, minutes, he's like, it's getting dark outside, and she's still not back. Burm, burm, burm. Like, dude, like there's not even a cut scene. It's like literally in the same scene, three right. minutes apart. You know, it's like yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, but once like all the Krampus type activity starts, it was. I That's know, it was good. Really it was better. Way it gets better once yeah. that happens because it becomes more of. I I saw it as very much the Gremlins. Like yeah. I'm sure that was an inspiration as far yeah. as because Gremlins was a bizarre movie <laughs> when it came out because they didn't know how to. The studio had no idea right. what kind of movie this was and how to promote it. Yeah, and. You know, it's kind of a weird somewhere between a horror movie it and is. a Christmas movie. Yeah. And and it had that Dark. really weird story where she talks about her dad dying, going, like, wanted to surprise him as Santa right. and gets stuck in the chimney and right. he's yeah. dead, you know? Yeah. And this had those same kind of odd moments where yeah. it's it, it's like some stuff that just doesn't quite fit. and Right. But the goofiness of the creatures, but they're also yeah. a little bit scary. You know, it's one of those movies yeah. that's like, it's they too scary really for creepy. kids, yeah. but... Adults would probably laugh at a lot of the scenes, yeah. like the gingerbread cookies, right, you know. <laughs> or they they even sound kind of yeah, like gremlins. Silly. Oh yeah, it's yeah. totally laugh, silly. The like, audio yeah. was just like yeah, that, that was <laughs> the, like the like picture, the video, stuff. like yeah. the the visual stuff was like scary as fuck. But all the audio was just like he <laughs> <laughs> right, like really kitty tricksterish. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. <laughs> mischievous and yeah. just yeah. So My, it was. My complaint, because Gremlins, I felt like, had more uh, creepy deaths when they do get somebody, Yeah. you know? And even when there's scenes where they kill one of the Gremlins and it's like they get torn to shreds and green goo goes everywhere. With this one, I I didn't feel like there was... It needed that kind of gore to it to make me feel more creeped out I think yeah. you know it's, it's like, like cause the, the kids the kids get creepy. captured but yeah, it's like you don't, but, yeah, you don't see but you anything. don't see like say blood coming yeah. through the chimney or, or something which kind of disappointed me yeah or like that one with the creepy <laughs> mouth with the yeah. jack in the box yeah, dude, that and, scary. and it's like yeah. eating it was the cool, kid though. I was like oh cool but you don't see any blood I felt a little bit robbed in that regard I want more child blood but it's true I think that that makes you feel because even the daughter is like an off screen kind of thing where you don't know what happened to her and it's like well did they really take her or did she get away because I thought she was going to suddenly show up I did too I thought she'd be a bigger character or there'd be a reveal that you see her you know like all tied up as like bait to like bait the father or something dude totally but nothing it was just like it gave the feeling the entire movie that every single person that died was gonna come back at some point well I thought that or they just keep showing the snowman I was like oh I wonder if they're, they're in the snow. They're trapped yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah you know, it never really showed know. anybody like actually getting mortally wounded ever. Yeah. yeah, even when the guy got bit, 
It's you don't see yeah. anything, which is yeah. weird. Or like the the bear toy with the teeth. I was yeah. like, oh, it's biting them, but you still don't see any yeah. kind of blood. Or, yeah. or the guy that literally got stabbed in the back. Multiple times by yeah. a toy robot. And it's just like and barely like, oh. Yeah. And he's like, she oh. She like pulls it out. He's like, thanks, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, like. You just got stabbed in the back. Yeah. I'd be like, babe, you're supposed to leave that shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Like, it's just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it's but I really enjoyed no, all of the toys. Oh, yeah, me I too. They were that was my favorite. That yeah. was my favorite fun. part. They were good. And uh, I also really appreciated, like, David Keckner and Adam Scott. I think they're <laughs> funny. Too. Totally. Yeah. They, yeah, he had some they're great minds, too. especially as the, like, you know, conservative, you know, right. roughneck he's, with his... Oh, so good. What's the name of his... Uh, Lucinda. Hummer, Lucinda. Lucinda. <laughs> and that's that stuff was great. That was awesome. <laughs> so, I got I dude, I, I don't want to ruin one of the best one of my favorite lines of the movie, but he's about his Hummer though, he's like he's like uh, It like, is like yeah. Uh, uh wait, what's the other guy's name? The Adam Scott's character. Yeah, I don't remember. Him. Adam Scott, the dad. He, yeah. Well, whatever. But he's just like, can we borrow your Hummer? And then, and then David Koechner's character. He's just like, he's like, old Lucinda. You just point her due east and oh, start yeah. her up, and she'll be storming the beaches of Normandy <laughs> yeah. by sunrise. I was like, that was that's great. fucking good, dude. Um, oh, and he's I, so conservative. One, that's it. Was good. One thing though, I had a problem with too is the parents all lasted till right yeah. at the end and then they're just like gone 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 right gone. Until, yeah one after the yeah. other instead yeah. of i thought it would be a slow like oh this yeah, parent's gone dude, and then this parent's gone right and felt rushed too it's like these the movie makers are just, just getting rushed yeah. as fuck dude yeah. to put these things out and as we'll find with our third movie that we watched my god the same thing was all, yeah. was true for for the other team of people that tried to make the same movie in this yeah. weird frame of time. Like, it feels like these movies are just rushed, dude. Like, take I your time. I think that happens. You know? And yeah, I don't know. I I feel like this script could have done with some more refinement yeah. a little bit. And but I did, and I really enjoyed the Krampus character. Their imagining of Krampus. Me too. I, I think like that worked. I like that yeah. you re- you don't see it much, and a lot of it's done through the sound effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's my little minions, and then I don't need to really yeah. step in and right do yeah. anything until I really until have time. to. And then when he yeah. like laughs at the end, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. And dude, Krampus. Was it reminded me cool the ending for is a, oh. for a, you know. A, a villain, a scary right, character. Right. Yeah. Way well it, done. They did yeah. give Just it awesome. like that old school, some of those old drawings of St. Nick where right. it's kind of creepy in a yeah. way. I think they drew from that a little bit. Yeah. I, that's why I liked it. You know, it, it was almost unique. like those old wood carvings right. of St. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. And, yeah. Yeah. And I that, really liked the Krampus character and I did like the dark ending. Yeah, but although yeah. I felt like yeah, I the, did too, I think because it, it does have too. one of the the fake out scenes right. in it, and I don't know if it needed that. <laughs> I would have liked it to just end right with him just being alone. Well, well, yeah, I think because uh, prior to that, the grandmother, you know, because she's the the immigrant who tells Dude, I her, loved her story. Too. And she, she was hers was awesome. great because yeah. I like when there are scenes where they don't translate what she says or you just read yeah. her reaction. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she gives this story where she was left behind as, like, this right. is you're the warning to all the other children right. and people right. for if you lose hope, this is what happens. And I figured, you know, that's what will happen to this kid. Mm-hmm. And, you sure. know, ever, yeah. he'll be the last one. And it just sort of repeats that rather than giving right. you the happy ending. I didn't really need the the fake out. Though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I yeah, I felt that like the the fact that he was just descending into a pit of fire at the end. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cheap, dude. I was like, yeah, you could transition better than that than yeah. fall and the yeah. kid holding him out over the middle of this fucking pit yeah. of fire and then like, you know, like drop it. You're going though. to hell. It was, like, I mean, serving. And yeah, and don't get me wrong. I think I, it's I better love, if you don't see into it love, though. Yeah, right. yeah. I think it was creepier when totally. it was like yeah. totally. Like it's this weird They're volcanic thing. <laughs> just just yeah. just like in uh, Army of Dark darkness man the pit right, dude like right. i like dude just the that pit dude seeing that movie when i was like 
14 or whatever, yeah. you know? Just that pit not being able to know what was in it was amazing. Oh, but then yeah, when, exactly. when he got down there, then it's or just Or if like, you just hear sounds of, like, right. screaming children or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's spewing up blood and shit all over everybody. <laughs> well, obviously it was trying to, to stay within its rating. <laughs> yeah, know? I think Do that you? probably think hurt it, all, is yeah. that you're trying... Yeah, when, oh, whenever P- you do oh, yeah, PG-13 Krampus, and yeah, for speaking sure. of our man Darkness, uh, Bruce Campbell's one who always speaks out about horror as a genre needs to be R. And yeah, totally. There's a few outliers that don't that get away with it, like uh, the ring. Four, did. The ring. Fourteen oh eight is I thought yeah. was a good PG thirteen, but it, you know if it's good psychological horror. But you like the ring. See, I've always seen the ring as as the forebearer and and the the father of these PG thirteen horror PG-13. movies. Well, I always but that see it came that, from like, that was a I remake. And, the, it and good, I, felt I still like, have never seen it. I've never seen it, but I just noticed that when when the Ring came out, like I started seeing all horror movies just being. Well, they PG-13. tried to copy it because it was successful. I know. Well, you got to have that PG. Well, and but, it was the but, ones where they but took now an R rated, X rated, all of us that like these and movies redid right. it as PG thirteen and watered it down. Right. Mm-hmm. And but I, that I, one I thought was effective. It creeped me out. But they need to get. I think they need to get serious and like real with life and. And realize the fact that people that love these movies, we grew up with them, we're 80s kids, now mm-hmm. we're fucking rated our brand, dude, so mm-hmm. fucking start kicking out what we want to see, because like, man, like, if if you really want to make a, uh, a quality movie that's going to strike real, like, you can only have so many twists and so much, like, you know, like, fantastic value to a storyline mm-hmm. that's going to, like, keep it PG-13, but if you want to, you know, a true horror movie should be scary as fuck and scare your wits I, off. And I like, feel like yeah. if it's if gonna, R, you know, like all bets are off. Like yeah, you could like kill, that, you dude. could kill anybody right. and make it really horrific. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas with PG thirteen, it's like, yeah, sometimes it's it's smart because you can get cre- you have to get creative, and that can be cool when it's like off screen or you right. do get creative with that. But a lot of times with horror, it, it kills it. They they don't get creative. They yeah. just like yeah. wuss out stay on stay within yeah. their realm so they don't break that PG thirteen rating. Exactly. They're 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 already just handicapped from the start, dude. You know. Exactly. And so, yeah. and like I I think that if if all studios just at once started not giving a fuck about that PG thirteen rating and just said let's go for the, our let's make our target audience. Our demographic here, uh, mm-hmm. people that are 30 and above, fuck it, dude. And just start making shit for us, the people that grew up on these rad movies. Sure. And, like, whatever, everybody else, you're just going to have to grow into them because this is, this is how it is, you know? Like, fuck it, dude. They they could have way more viewers. Do a they lot really more check IDs anymore for no, R movies? No, I don't think so. I mean, I know they oh, used no. to do that for a while dude, there when right? parents got up in arms, but... I, I mean, I remember, you know, plenty remember of times species? when you would go into, oh, you know, that. sneak into a movie or you'd, you know, buy a ticket to a different movie. But yeah. that doesn't help their box office, of course. Right. But, you know, that was one example with well, like... back then they used to gauge that on punch cards with holes in there. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but now you buy your tickets online a lot Right, of and you can too. just walk in. Right, right. Pretty much. You just flash your ticket like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't well, know. Well, I really liked it, though. And, I mean, I liked it more than the night before overall because it was just more it doesn't, fun And it doesn't me. feel dated in any way. Yeah. It, it, even exactly. with the phones, yeah, like, where they show, like, they have no service or the bat- or the right. battery on their device runs out. Right. You don't see any brands or any... Yeah, dude, that's a good You know, I was yeah. expecting the usual product oh, placement. Yeah. Like, here's my... Even they did the a night little before bit. had, like, oh, had my so Sony much. Xperia, blah, blah, Ugh. blah, and Red Bull-sponsored yeah. truck. And I yeah, get it that that's dude. a reality oh, of that shit. character. Sure. But it's all also, like, oh, well, this will help fund our movie yeah. if we throw these. Yeah, dude, the night before, man, the product placement was heavy. It was pretty. <laughs> hey, I yeah. did like James Franco's cameo, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that Going was back good. to that, we should, yeah, we dude, should to, say Yeah, him. to go back to that, though, man, I'll, if you don't mind, Ray, I'll, but that's I'll some, say. That's some that. good use of the R rating where it's like, I we can go there with the, right. the dick pics. Right. Oh, that yeah, was dude. so funny. That was good usage of that, maybe, dude, but like, my complaint about that man is that <laughs> like okay like so if you're if you're as unfamiliar with you know 
uh, the relationship between you James gotta know Franco that Seth and, Rogen and Seth Rogen yeah. do a bunch of films together, right? And, dude, right, and like you know, I I wasn't completely cognizant of that when I was before right. each other. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's true. But, it is an in joke, and so with, but but even even so, dude. So like, uh, or you so gotta even know my, that's James Franco to right. know that when she says this yeah. guy James, I'm dating. But that's James Franco, right? Right. Yeah, and that's he doesn't dude, say that's obviously going to be funny to you guys that know their their you know uh cinematographical relationship is that i don't know if that's (laughs) sure but anyways whatever i'll accept so (laughs) thank you our judges (laughs) oh i'm sorry sean uh but like um but uh so but even even not realizing any of that you know like just seeing those texts from james in that movie and then seeing the dick pics and shit like like, dude, just the fact, because I was totally surprised by it, but, like, James was James Franco at the end, right? And I'm right. just like, that's way fucking funny. But, like, it's like, it's just, he overdid it with that with that reveal. Like, for those of us that don't know their movie relationship, even for the people that do know their movie relationship, like, I think it would have been way funnier if it had just been, you know, that, like, oh, I'm James. Oh, what's up? And just had like one little funny exchange, whatever those guys do, and then just leave it at that. But in it, but in the movie they though, they, they just they just like they're dancing. Yeah, with it's, each it's other like he's like you know, a little bit it's gay. almost like they they just filmed some like yeah. really sort of impromptu, almost un- uncomfortable, uh, you know, improv though between those guys, right. and they just let it fly in the movie, and it it, it just was kind of you know I don't know it it just. Mm-hmm. It was just like, dude, if you'd have just fucking had James Franco with a way funny, quick cameo, people would have been rolling. Like, I was rolling. And then, like, it's almost like then they carried it on and it just took the air out of the balloon for me, you know? Like, damn it, dude, that fucking first little interaction was hilarious. (laughs) Right. But they, I feel like he does that with so many scenes of his, though, in in all of his movies. He he, kind of lets the improv ride. You're talking about Jonathan Levine? uh, With... Apatow. No, this oh. is an app. This was an oh. Apatow movie. This is Jonathan Levine. Oh well, I have been talking Levine for Levine. a long time, like it is, because I thought it was. <laughs> no, so. it does have that so I guess... feel. It it has that feel of. <laughs> if of anybody an does listen to this podcast, <laughs> they've been raving for the last thirty minutes about God. I'm gonna email that fucking. Now, he Sean did the he did the movie with he did the movie with Rogan and Levitt before though, uh, where he has cancer. Fifty. Oh 50. yep 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't that's see that one. that's the director. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name again? Jonathan, is it Levine or Levine? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think it's Levine. There's Adam Levine and then <laughs> Avril Levine. <laughs> and then there's fucking, God, man, these, I these fucking Vine names are crazy. It's ridiculous. Vine, Vine. Vine, so, yeah, going back to Krampus, though, I thought it was a lot of fun. I it's really it's it. worth a look see, but yeah. uh, would it's again not one I would revisit. Mm. I would actually. I'll, would you? I'll give it I a six point five. I might, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I feel like your scale is changing. <laughs> I really did. I wasn't a huge fan of the. No, I got lots of complaints about it, just like every goddamn thing else in life. <laughs> but uh, dude, seriously, overall six point five. Okay. Man, I like okay. I liked it overall. <laughs> Seven. I liked even. it a lot. Seven. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of the ant character. For some reason, oh, like, I, I, just felt like it was I felt like she didn't get a good enough comeuppance for how like racist and like right. you know because she would say like what are you do you, you know right and I thought oh she's gonna get it so bad right. and then she just sort of has a hero moment and then she's like yeah. taken away like see you in hell right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like why does she get that moment yeah, like, the sucks. elves thing was like, reminiscent of like Wizard of Oz with the monkeys like just they kind of came out of the blue I felt like it yeah. should have been built up with the elves more right yeah because then the, the grandmother no I <laughs> like the I like the design of about half of their faces yeah 
But some of them weren't that creepy. They right. just looked like gnomes yeah. to me. But some of Why'd them you like the elves? I don't know. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I liked all the toy stuff. I thought it was yeah. really Yeah, unique. me too. That was way good stuff. Yeah. Like all like all, all the chains. All the little minions of Krampus were amazingly yeah. well done. Like they were really good. It was like there had to have been a team of people on every one of those. Because they were sure. so sure. good, you know? Like how yeah. they were like almost antique toys too, you know, like yeah. those ones look like the doll. best like the yeah. the jack and the bugs look oh, the best yeah. to me yeah. because it was yeah. a mix of like an antique toy and uh like penny was from yeah. it or something like totally. yeah dude it was just like a big like palpitating <laughs> mass of fucking it was like a, <laughs> it, was, it was total Almost job of the hut style you know yeah. like, it was like it was going in like peristalsis dude just like boom, 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 boom. yeah like, it was dude, weird it was like worm like, movement dude. like it yeah. can't hardly move it was its really well done it it, was. but it, it was cool that was a cool monster and i don't think it got featured enough and like <laughs> yeah, dude, I agree. it just pissed <laughs> it me off so like boss dude right. and if like it a... would dude that monster dude it just never got recognized again and its head should have just got fucking blasted off right. and destroyed by that shotgun that pissed me off dude within like five Five minutes of the movie, three different people, or at three different times, they're like, oh, say goodbye, motherfucker, <laughs> basically, you know, with the shotgun, and then, the and then it's just like, or yeah, without the F-bomb, because there was only one F-bomb in the whole movie, right. it was yeah. PG-13, but yeah, it's just like, pointing the shotgun, it's just like, shh, shh say goodbye and then and then nothing you know and then you know a distraction like oh my god all of a sudden I can't pull the trigger on this before I have to go jump and save a lollipop from falling down the drain but oh my god but like it's just like dude just pull the fucking trigger dude so it happens like three times though like one is just like yeah distraction and then the second one is just like Oh, another monster attacked me right when I was going to pull the trigger. If I wouldn't have taken all the time to say my little tagline there, I really might have blown your fucking head off. And it's just like, dude. But, and you know, that's that's to be expected in, in a climactic scene during like a horror movie or like something kind it of It depends fun. on the but type of movie. If you're going through three times for that kind of cheese factor I, then it works to be like oh here's the one liner like right. i could see work. it in like tremors or something oh yeah you know because there yeah. are those scenes where they have them like something's in the ground coming at them That's but exactly you never see right, what it dude. is i was like oh it's like something out of tremors yeah and exactly shooting at it mm-hmm. exactly but it's like three tremors episode you know like scary episode thingy right. stacked on top of one another <laughs> right. and it's just like dude Somebody just pull the fucking trigger. Like, I don't know, dude. Sure. It didn't give the impression that it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be intense. I, yeah, and then I was like, yeah. dude, all anybody has to do is just pull that trigger <laughs> and just end that thing's life. And then carry on the rest of the movie. Awesome. Right? Yeah, because there's plenty of other <laughs> oh, little yeah. baddies to right. do with. So. But I liked it. I did too. It was fun. I have lots of criticism and not much praise. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Uh, but I loved it. <laughs> the next one is uh, kind of a departure. It's not really Christmas, but right. it's one we wanted to check out for right. a while. And uh, this one has a place in my heart, because I grew up on a lot of these films. So this is uh, Electric Boogaloo, and it's... Documentary. Uh, and that, yeah, it's a documentary, not to be confused with... The movie from this, so it's all about this studio canon Mm -hmm. and the films they produced. And one of their movies is Break Into, subtitle Electric Electric Boogaloo, which is where this title comes from. But uh, yeah, I I feel like if you grew up at all on like Reagan era action films, or you know, they hit a bunch of different genres there's some sci-fi and some Some adventure films Mm -hmm. a lot of exploitation films with a lot of nudity you know it's they even do (laughs) they even do some like classic (laughs) classic literature films that they they they, you know the yeah like (laughs) they did othello and they did some other ones successful porn directors is what they were for a little while in some regards like it was like you know they did Lady Chatterley's Lover, yeah. and then they just inserted way too many sex scenes into it, and that's just kind of their thing, because there are these two directors from uh, Israel, Israel, mm-hmm. yeah, and cu- were they cousins? Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. 
and it's kind of fascinating. I will say... It is. It's really So, good. first of all, I, I don't like kind of... I felt like it was missing a good structure as a documentary, just right. before we right. get into the sub, like the actual meat and potatoes. But yeah. it's it was a little disjointed at first. It got better yeah, as it, it went along. Mm-hmm. Like It's like, okay, now we're getting into sort of a timeline of where they their pitfalls, and then they, right. they tried to bring in some really big budget movies you know they started doing masters of the universe right. and superman 4 you know they got right. some big names all of a sudden under their belt but i don't know i felt like the beginning was just jumping all it, over the you, place well yeah you're just in it all of a sudden you're like oh i'm watching this documentary and i it was hard to yeah, know right. who they were who they were talking about yeah, like which director which movie and yeah. then as they go along then it's like okay this is the the timeline where right. they're doing these type of right. films and then yeah. they move on to these. Yeah. And that felt a little more fluid. So yeah. mm-hmm. as a documentary, that that's yeah. my one complaint is true, that man. it yeah. could have been structured better. Yeah. Uh, it, it could have even been edited down a bit, even though right. I love all of the, the details in it. Yeah. Um, but some of that could have been like DVD extras. Like, right. That's you true. know, like I the think... stuff they showed in the credits, that was right. all great. But I, I... Dude, I they I, left it out of the. I absolutely fully agree with you in that regard, but like at the same time, I kind of got the impression from it though that bec- that was so disjointed. The subject matter, the story is, those is guys as directors are it's all just, over the place. So They're airplane. like, I want to do like, this movie, and now like, I want to do this. Movie. <laughs> however many people they interviewed, yeah. like what, like you know, like fifteen different people oh, sure. at least many. that worked with them. So and many, that, and I and didn't like, even they, realize some they of the all had different they opinions with. And, oh, and takes on you, like what they had experienced with those guys. It's just yeah. like, oh, they were the most giving guys. Oh, they were the most greedy mother. Yeah. Like, yeah, some like, people loved like, or hated them. Usually, the ones that loved them were these like very artsy directors who were right. like, were basically given like, oh, I have free reign yeah. because these guys just want my name, right? And to be able to say, hey, we did this movie with this, or you know, they did a Godard right. movie and stuff, and yeah. he, you could tell Godard was just like, screw this, this is a joke. I'm just gonna. Yeah. You know, and Molly Ringwald was in that one, and she's just like, Godard didn't even, you know, asked him a serious question, like, am I dead or alive at this point? And he's just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. She's like, okay, I guess I'm dead. dead. <laughs> you know? She's laying on that rock, yeah. and, like, her role wasn't, she wasn't yeah. even dead. And I mean, Godard's role. weird, but usually he has an idea. Out, just like, oh, yeah. just like way dramatic dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, she was supposed okay. to just be sleeping, but he didn't even tell her <laughs> yeah. what the fuck she's supposed to be doing at all yeah he's yeah. you could tell he's just like i just want to get through this yeah mm-hmm. well i yeah i found it um, very fascinating and i was completely it's such a product of its time too oh like, yeah because oh, reagan that whole reagan era of action films right. i mean this had a lot of the you know the chuck norris films was their big Charles guy for Bronson. the bronson ones that were like just sequels like the right. death wish yeah. sequels and then you had uh when they brought in john claude and you know blood sport and oh, yeah. kickboxer Ooh, but the movies and... they made earlier too i seriously was like whoa me that too lemon popsicle whatever <laughs> there <laughs> were some batshit like crazy 70s. ones yeah oh, shit, like, right? well that would be risque right now yeah, like some of those are. You wouldn't ever see that. They had some insane. Yeah, like they had the Apple, the musical one. Yeah, we should watch and that. It, I, oh my god! It looks, Everybody, we highly recommend. It looks Apple, like, <laughs> the Apple, the musical. It, that just looked like the uh, world's greatest train wreck. You, if tonight. you've never done mushrooms or acid, well, good news. You don't ever have to. Just watch <laughs> the Apple, the musical. Oh, you'll get a whole list of movies to watch after watching this. <laughs> Really Dude, appreciated that. that. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's. Crazy. I've got lots I gotta check out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then uh, wasn't there another one that was looked like kind of a Porky's when it's like Last yeah, exactly. American Virgin, the Last American Virgin, mm-hmm. and it's like you know straight up the remake of. That's what I was saying. That would be risky. Well, that was like oh, the, you wouldn't yeah. see that. Pretty much a remake, he said. Of America. they, did, they almost did a shot for possible. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I uh, loved their enthusiasm, though. I think it was yeah, really... Well, I, that's that what it showed the most, yeah. is that they were all about just their salesmanship. Like, yeah. they would pre-sell 
all of these movies. Right. They would have a poster and no movie, like and no script. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I love. And they would go to Cannes and just on the spot, he'd look at the that's poster awesome. and see the guns and just come up with the story. Right. Yeah. And then that's dude. what he sells them on. And sometimes it <laughs> would turn that. out to be that and we movie. Fucking and sometimes grew up on that. Yeah. Those '80s kids, oh, dude, yeah. loving those those kinds of movies. The that one I, off the top, the one that blew my mind. I didn't realize how much they paid Stallone to do over the top. Because they're like, this is going to be the next Rambo. That has to be the most right. radical whatever. fucking payment ever in oh, yeah, like cinema history. Yeah. It was like, like one, when they showed the budgets of their dollars. movies, and that one was like 90% of the budget was still on. Right. And it was one of their more expensive budgets right. overall. Like, it had a bigger budget than Masters of the Universe. Right, yeah. Which is tons of effects. Special and effects stuff, yeah. You know? city. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. That's <laughs> so crazy, dude. And Over the Top actually is a fucking I love that. Cool <laughs> movie, the soundtracks. It's got the, you're awesome, like... Yeah, dude. Just cock rock city, yeah. man. It's so good, dude. It is a good movie. And that kid, he's such a kid. crying and, little pussy and all their movies that fucking director must have just masterminded that kid is just this oh totally because he's in that other movie where he's yeah, dude, a little crybaby and he has like his pal- buddy <laughs> monkey who they replace with a little person yeah. and that kid's suit. crying during he like, talks, 80, like he's an immediate character yeah, actor like that kid is a good fucking crier <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i really liked it a lot though oh i think it's so like good. super fun to watch by far it. my favorite movie of this Three movie series for sure, by far. I love that movie. But yeah, I the actors I was not expecting, you know, like oh, you said, yeah. you know, Brooke, young Brooke Shields yeah, Brooke and Shields. Sharon Stone. Like, well, yeah. and I I did remember that those movies because they were kind of a poor man's Indiana Jones slash romancing the stone stone sort of thing. In fact, he, (laughs) He there's a joke where he thought he was getting (laughs) the actress from romance. He's like that stone stone girl. girl, And they're like, yeah, sure. Kathleen was from romance. (laughs) Yeah. So he, he was so confused. It's funny how confused he would get on things where one director brought him into a screening and he was just tearing it apart. Like, no, like, these two women, the, those characters right. are supposed to be ugly and stuff, and they showed the movie he thought he was seeing, and it's like these monsters and that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. it was a different fantasy movie. Right. And so he never corrected himself or apologized, like, oh, sorry, let me rewatch this. Like, right. he just kept going with it. Right. Like, no, this is <laughs> totally wrong. Because it's just Because some of them, they shit. wouldn't see the movie till it's like right. almost a, f- a finished cut. Right. And he'll just that like, is nope, amazing. all wrong. It's absolutely incredible that any of those movies had any success at all, but they did. Well, oh, the amount of some movies. Of them. They did. The some amount of them. movies. Yeah. Was just they were saying like it was 40 just like, movies. Dude, in it was a year. just like the, the introduction to this podcast. When movies went when oh, came out like, like shit, shit through, through a goose, goose. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. Dude. Yeah. It, this that's the well, and all of their Those movies guys, like, have that voice that Christopher oh, does yeah. for us. Oh, you know yeah. where it's like action adventure, right. like <laughs> right. it's every one of their movies. Even the dramas right. have that voice just being way too yeah. over the top. And, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. One thing we have to talk about in though, a world is that where everything <laughs> is fucked. Yeah. We do have to talk about their once they get competitive, that's something right. I didn't know about how they kind of yeah. split at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. And they continue their competitiveness so much that they put out the same type of movie at right. the, same, the time, same time. And it's like, okay, whoever can get theirs out first, right. you know, then they own that word. So they did Lombada, which I remember the right. one movie. I had never seen the other, so I had no right. idea it existed. Yeah, me either. I knew. Because uh, I, I remember the song from it because a recent artist had sampled it in there. It's like, da 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 da. da. It's right. that tune. And uh, I had no idea that at the exact same time another Lombardo movie came right. out. That's and funny. I guess, you know, they, they said they the split box the box office, office so yeah. it kind of killed them in a way. Like they right. were both did fine on their own, but not enough to right. to do really good. well, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just so bizarre. And then in the credits for this movie, they point out that 
the, they couldn't get the direct either of those directors on camera. Right. But when they found out that they're doing a documentary, they're like, oh, we'll just do our own and put it out three before. months before yours comes God, out. God, dude, and they we did. need to see that, dude. It's, go it's, go got go go it's got much worse reviews than yes. <laughs> we looked at. Only a half point on IMDb. I want to see what they would have for their own documentary. You know, I know. like after I wonder all if they paint themselves more as heroes. Right? Or, like, yeah, we know. made all these blogs. Because this one <laughs> yeah. has them both well, ways. You know, like some people right. are like these Dude. guys are nuts oh and some are God, like oh I loved I just most of the right. women hated working with them because right. it's like oh I have to do this random rape scene for no reason right. just because it was they like want an overt Bill Cosby act <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> we can cut that out we don't have to keep that <laughs> yeah it, Akira, Akira, Akira. that was nuts How yeah much? no it's uh, it, yeah it's fucking it's mega nuts <laughs> yeah it get, it, yeah, it gets a little well, not a little. They, they get so obligatory I, with yeah, some I can't of that. So, even for like, I mean, I'm sure for the teenage boys growing up in that era, probably loved those movies right. on VHS. But I know I did. <laughs> yeah. I watched four of those movies and got my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, it, it, it was. Woo. They get over the top with it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, they do. Well, they made a movie called Over the Top. Dude, so. <laughs> I keep coming back to that name, don't I? <laughs> yeah. It is the best one it's out the of their, their library. Paid them $25 million <laughs> for a movie of $26 million dollar budget. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Dude, and that movie's a success. <laughs> yeah. Dude, crying kid and all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, dude, he, like that kid crying. You could tell. Like now, looking back, I mean, that movie wasn't featured a whole lot in this documentary. It was a little bit. It had but, a like, little section. But in like it. the the storyline of it all, dude. Like, man, with Sylvester Stallone, like he's winning all these matches, and still, like when it goes to that little kid, he's just like, he's like, dude, he's supposed to be on this odyssey of of learning of and just like and learning kid. the fucking truck stops on the roads of America with his badass this hammering bar saps in fucking arm wrestling <laughs> matches dude wherever he goes to pay his way fucking delivering groceries for Ridley's or whatever dude watermelons I got a crate of fucking watermelons boys but in between I'm fucking putting guys over the job dude and so it's like man but to them that was their master and like so he's just dude he's just fucking smoking guys left and right with the arm wrestling and still his kid like in these in these little cut scenes he's just like (laughs) just crying like a little bitch dude like every like half hour (laughs) like his dad fucking can't win dude he's going over the top he's winning the kid little elmo characters and crane machines i don't know if that happened in the movie but you know he was doing it but like god man the kid's just crying this whole road trip through I and love that like, we're getting a, dude, we're a almost review a of over the top it's out of this. This is great. Surprise! <laughs> the rest of the... So I give over the top be on the bonus stars out of... Right. <laughs> Most podcasts would make you pay a dollar to hear the bonus episode, but we'll put it out separately <laughs> for free. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy to watch, because you do really see how ridiculous their ver- their take of certain things are right. like superman you know yeah the third one started to go away from the first two but the fourth one is just out there awful like the effects are terrible yeah. it, it looked like he-man a little bit yeah he-man too like oh yeah there's just some really bad compositing right. effects like when he's on the hoverboard and it right. clearly looks like <laughs> green screen yeah. and these was... bizarre creatures that have nothing to do with the He-Man right. universe. <laughs> you know, like He-Man's all in Eternia, and they show that right. for like the first ten minutes of the movie, yeah. maybe. Right. Yeah. Well, if they had ha- if they had edited that movie and made the final cut by the power of Grey's Gold, they would have <laughs> the fucking, definitely. When they point fucking, out in Superman, much better product in Superman Four, uh, the villain. Was right. cast as a former go-go dancer or Chippendale. That's sorry, Chippendale. Yeah, and the yeah. cinematographer dude, he's just like, this film is fucked. He's just like, oh it's shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That whole movie is just amazing to me because t- 
to me, it gave me a lot of insight. You know, I've I've always it makes you want to rewatch some of them just to be like like, now that I know how insane the behind the scenes are. Yeah, you know, I same thing with I read the behind the scenes for Street Fighter the movie. You know, which is horrible. horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those early video game movies. M Bison. Uh, no, not mm-hmm. Dolph. It was uh, oh, what's the actor's name? He was in Adam's Family, and uh, uh, but it had John Claude in that. And yeah. you just oh, hear when yeah. you read the behind okay, the yeah. scenes of how it turned into such a train wreck, right. and how you know they cast Kylie Minogue on the right. plane ride over. He saw her in a magazine. <laughs> right. He's like, "That's I our new character," right. <laughs> you know. And then you find out that she and John Claude had an affair yeah. while he was married during right. the filming of that. You know, it's like crazy when you know that it's like now I really want to rewatch that even right. though I know it's a horrible movie right because you know all the little and I think scenes. that's Turned why these docs are by the time that film was over <laughs> sorry <laughs> Raul Julia that's yes. the actor uh, you were thinking okay yeah but yeah I like the insight that you get with this company I think it's oh it's totally worth films. watching yeah it's very very <laughs> yeah revealing it's it reminded amazing, me dude. of uh the there's one on uh new line cinema that's interesting but that one's the opposite it's more of like the rise of like this company that was barely squeaking by and oh, then sure. they made you know uh nightmare on elm street and right. they made a couple other movies that was that new line films new line yeah and mm-hmm. so that one is interesting on the other end of like Right. Them building themselves to where when they got bought out, you know, right. they were actually worth quite a bit of money versus when these guys, you know, M- right. they, was it MGM, I think? Uh, it said, yeah, I think so. That bought them temporarily, and then their first three or four films right at the gate were like, you know, they're like, oh, we'll give you a little more budget than you're used right. to, and they just all flopped. They were awful. And right. they're like, oh, we want to back out of this because this is not working at all. Right. Whereas New Line was the opposite, became yeah. a big commodity. I mean, they because went on to do oh, Lord of the Rings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So the fulcrum of their success path. path, and that's that's what really makes it uh, just really succinct in your mind, though, dude. Is is because like that's really cool that there's there's that you know that maxim of of a pinnacle of like this movie. It like it all hinges on this movie. They were talking about Superman four. Right. And you know, like, dude, oh, yeah, if that like, movie would have been a success, name then, then they could have gone in a completely different direction. They were becoming part of the. When when they split off, I think they did that the Spider Man live action yeah. movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there were some other ones like that where they're like, yes, we got this huge property, you know, Master of the Universe. Yeah. Any of those, they were like so stoked on it and we're going to make this big epic that everyone's going to love. Right. right. And same with Over the Top. They're like, we got the next Rambo or whatever right. franchise Their for Stallone was to so do. Huge. And so he's going to be our new boy. Yeah. And... Dude, their vision was happen. huge, and they kept getting these these hits that would come, you know, periodically that would just mm-hmm. keep making them more and more confident in the mm-hmm. fact that you know their vision was becoming a real a reality. You know, they're realizing their their dreams, and then but you know they would just have so many shit movies. In well, between. they had the reputation around town too that they were like, oh, you're. If, if it's got that symbol in front of the right. movie, mm-hmm. people were just like, oh, those no guys, good. they're mm-hmm. just... They're oh just my gosh, re- and just seeing the movies they made, just the clips is just like shocking, like, holy smokes. Yeah, just what that they got away with. enough. Yeah. For being, there are a lot for of some that went movie. to th- For <laughs> movies that awesome. went to theaters, like so, most of them, you know, right. like, of course there were a lot of direct-to-video, but some of the ones that went to theater, you're like, how did they oh not get an gosh. X rating no for kidding. that? No kidding. No, this was... I I, I, dude, this movie definitely. I'm fucking saying nine point eight, dude. Because <laughs> awesome. that is nine point eight. I love that movie. Yep, love it. I'm very precise. Yeah, I put up that through the rigmarole of the five step scientific <laughs> method on that one. Yeah, I, I ringed out every cloth that you know <laughs> stages. It's all. It I all did enjoy overall how different each one was. It was kind of nice, so I could enjoy it each sure. in its yeah, own way. Sure, that was a good series of three. Yes, because I, I mean, I, I don't know. I did, I mean, I really like this one, but I had fun with Krampus too, so it's hard to say, but they were all fun. I, I like it. It's all, it's all good for, for their 
And Did you say Krampus right. too? Sounds like a sequel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Back in the group. Krampus too, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, should we talk about our next yeah. lineup? Next one we plan on watching um, in the Heart of the Sea. Is that right? Is that mm-hmm. the the one that inspired the Moby Dick? Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, the new and Star Wars, of course. Gotta do the new Star Gotta Wars. Gotta do the new Star Wars. Absolutely. Speaking of nostalgia. And yeah. uh, Spotlight, which might be a little heavy, but... Yeah, really, so really we've good. got... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of all over the yeah. spectrum there. I like that. But though. those are all ones you can watch in the theaters, right. at least. Yep, yeah. they'll all be in theaters this time. Well, well thanks, Sean. Oh, we, again. we oh, love dude, having you, Thank you guys for having me here. Always I appreciate fun, you guys A fun, so much. interesting time with you. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I sometimes laugh more at his uh, <laughs> his perspective of the movie than the movie itself, which yes. is great. <laughs> Movies by Sean. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me here on Danger Dealer. Always welcome. Yeah. Always welcome. Love it. Thanks, you guys. It's always fun. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.